Welcome to Good Returns TV with me as Naomi Ballantyne, the founder of Partners Life. Welcome back, Naomi. So you're in here like a month ago and we talked about what was happening in the market, but you're saying that you're seeing now things have changed quite a lot. Can you tell me what's happening with new business levels and life insurance? Yeah, I guess that's the, the most worrying um, thing. We saw a contraction of the overall market at the end of the December quarter. Um, and we've just recently received the March quarter industry statistics mm -hmm. and that's showing an even bigger contraction around this sort of 15, 16%. And certainly our experience over the last two months since then in April of May is that that trend is just continuing. So it's a, it's a, it's a significant worry. Uh, what do you think is driving that? Um, I think what's driving it is that advisors have come out of two years of COVID responses, mm -hmm. where really they haven't, they've lost all their their original lead sources, but they've been busy focused on servicing their existing customers, both through the COVID, but also to respond to regulatory requirements, et cetera. So they've been really, really good at servicing their existing customers and that has resulted in opportunities mm. right out of those books of business. But that, I think they're running out of those opportunities. And at the same token, they were getting leads from mortgage brokers mm. because the mortgage market was running hot yeah. and that kind of supplemented or replaced what they used to do. Mm. And now that those things have sort of fallen away as opportunities, um, they need to fall back to what they used to do, but the, the market is not back. The, you know, the society is not open to the same extent as it was then, so it's just really hard for them to find those customers. Yeah. So what impact do you think the cost of living, so-called cost of living crisis is having? Yeah, well, that, that would be suggesting that it's customers not responding to advisors, but yeah. actually I don't think that that's yeah. what's happening. I think what's happening is advisors are not finding customers. They're not, they don't have the tools to go find them like they used to, and that, that's the biggest problem. And actually, it's the hardest thing to do, right? And and, and so so that's just really drying up in terms of finding new leads. So that, yes. that obviously has a big impact on the on the life insurance companies. It does. Yeah? It does. I mean, some of the contraction is banks. Mm. exiting from selling and 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 that moment of truth where the bank was speaking to them that doesn't exist for yeah. other entities so you've got to find a different way of finding those customers because the banks are not doing it anymore mm -hmm. um, so that's some of the market contraction but not all of it yeah and, and you said to me last time that um, you know I, I get the impression that there's quite a few insurance advisors leaving the industry and you hadn't been seeing that but yeah. but but things are different now they are so more recently actually just in the last sort of month or so um since i spoke to you so there, there you go spoke yeah. to you soon and um, we've started to be approached by a number of advisors sort of asking our advice about selling their client base or seeking to mm. see if we'd be interested in buying their partner's life client base and i've heard from um, other ceos in the industry they're also having people come to them and asking them the same question so the thing that i haven't seen yet is i think is starting to happen. So, 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 so what's driving that and what, what impact is that going to have? Well I think if you're not generating new customers yeah. you're not earning the same amount of money mm -hmm. as you perhaps had previously relied on. So first of all there's a drop in, uh, in upfront commission income mm -hmm. and then you couple that with regulations fast approaching and if you've been sort of slow to get started or whatever that hurdle seems big and you're not earning as much as you used to you can fall into a trap of thinking this is all too hard, I can't get through this or I can't afford it because mm. uh, it's going to cost me money to do that. So I should look to get out before yeah. licensing hits. So it's a bit of a race to the door? Um, mm. It could be. It could be the start of a race to a door. And it worries me because I don't think that that's the right thing for those advisors. And, and talk me through what is the right thing for those advisors and what they should be thinking about. Yeah, well, I think if you if you leave it to the last minute you, mm. and you have a lot of competition all doing the same thing, you've got a fire sale. Mm. 
situation. So the value of what you've built up the whole of your life will never be lower than the day before licensing hits if you don't have a license, right? So the closer you get to that point in time, uh, so if your option is I'll sell before licensing, so I won't do anything about license, you have no option. You have to sell at whatever price anyone will offer you because the day licensing hits, if you don't have one, your renewal commission's gone, turned off because you're not allowed to. So renewal commissions stop, yeah, even even if you're not licensed. Uh, because you're not allowed, yeah. you're not allowed to service those clients. Yeah. You can't provide advice to them, etc. So, so my concern mm -hmm. is out of a fear of I don't know if I can re earn the income that I used to earn, and I don't want to spend the money on these costs. You cost yourself a hell of a lot more in terms of the loss of value that you otherwise might have received for your business if you sell it as a, effectively a going concern. So, getting the license adds value to your business because you can now sell the client base mm. and the license mm -hmm. and you can sell it when the time is right, when the price is right, to the right buyer and you don't have any of that sort of pressure to just now I've got to jump. So I'm, I'm worried that people are making short term decisions. And, and, and part of that decision is they just don't want to go through that licensing process but yeah. but from what we're hearing it's actually not that onerous. Yeah, yeah. for the ones that have been through it, you, you have to follow the bouncing ball, mm. you have to have these structures in place but there are bouncing balls to follow and the ones that have done that have got there so so I think the idea of it or the the procrastination and starting mm. is the biggest problem right and and the companies like ours and others are out there giving you the bouncing ball to follow yeah, um, yeah. so to speak so just do it yeah and and but and and the cost of going through that process isn't actually no, that it isn't. Of it. no it isn't what, you, I, do you have I a number any, on it no I don't know actually yeah. but I guess any cost when your income is down is any additional cost might seem scary but honestly the income down is a temporary thing. Mm. You can learn how to find leads. Mm. And companies like ours need to figure out how we help advisors to do that. We never had to before. But hey, our livelihood, it's dependent on advisors succeeding. Yeah. So, so we need to pivot and figure out what part we play in supporting them to get back on the, on the horse while the country opens up, mm. back to you know, the way it used to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so as partners, would you consider buying books of business, buying advice businesses? Yeah, we. I mean, it's a, you've it's been down that a, sort of track, I guess, before yeah. in a, other ways. Um, so we're kind of a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> it would be really interesting to me to buy lots of partners, life, client bases at next to nothing. Mm. Right. So yeah. that would be in my interests. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's not in an advisor's mm. interest, and that's never been no. never been our game. So, so that's not something you'd consider, really. We definitely would consider buying. Our partner's life client bases if in doing so we protected that client base from being sold mm. to someone who might churn it for example or not look after it um, so as a defense mechanism and every time we've done in mm. the past we've then found a buyer for it well that, that was what i was going to say you're yeah. basically a, a temporary right. owner that's so right. then you sell it to that's someone right. else yeah. and how about what are you seeing in terms of new advisors coming into the industry are, are there any there are we've got the same number of new advisors on our next new advisor course as we always have yeah. so those advisors that have got licenses or are determined to get their license and know that it's going to be a going concern yeah. are bringing new people in and they're still getting us to train them. Yeah. So I don't think there's been a reduction in that either. So, so, so your message to some of these people is don't be worried about regulation, get on and do it and, and protect the value of your business? Uh, absolutely, yeah. that you will be way better off even if you do still want to sell, selling after you uh, have sorted out your licensing than you will forcing yourself to sell it before. So that investment and doing going through that process is actually going to add value to their business. Hundred percent, hundred because you're selling a business then, not just a client base. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, oh well, it's going to be interesting to watch what happens. Well, thank you for that. Thanks, Philip. Cheers. Mm -hmm.